You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. back for another episode of the lakers fast break podcast it's gerald glassford coming right back at you here from the pop culture cosmos inside sports fantasy football and the lakers fast break podcast i want to thank you so much for listening to all of our great shows it's another great episode we've got right now because the lakers are in the middle of florida right now <laughs> they're loving life hopefully they're going to go ahead and they're on the verge of playing miami as we speak but here today to talk to me about the Lakers weekend is a good friend indeed. He's back once again. You got to check out his show along with his good friends, Jason Dutch, and also and also Big Haas. It is a good friend indeed. It is Mr. T.J. Johnson. And T.J., always great to have you back on the program. Oh, man, always good to be back, brother. Loving, loving L.A. right now, let me tell you. This uh, December hasn't looked too tough lately. Well, don't say that because then, you know, once you <laughs> I know, say right? that. Then it'll come off the rails and everybody be like, darn it, TJ. Why you, exactly. So why you it, I'll, I'll give you a story right now because I, I, the last game against Orlando, I couldn't see the whole game. So I had to go out and, and run some errors and all that. So I'm listening to the game and all that. And halfway th- uh, through the second quarter, the Lakers are up by 24. And John Ireland, the voice of the Lakers, was not there. He had to tend to a family emergency, so I hope everything's okay with that. But they left it to Lakers sideline reporter Mike Trudell and also Lake former Lakers champion Michael Thompson. Uh, you know who's the play who's the who's the analyst for for mm-hmm. radio and all that. So the La- the Lakers go up by twenty four on Orlando, and Michael Thompson always w- ready to go ahead and say something brash. Or he's trying to put the game in the refrigerator. Uh-oh. He's just telling everybody, oh, this game's over, la, 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 la. As soon as he said those words, <laughs> as soon as he said those words, 11-0 run, they're right back in the game. Orlando whittled it down to a tie, actually. They were tied at one point, but the Lakers did prevail after all. Uh, but, yeah, just you, you can see the issues with the Lakers that they don't stay focused and don't have that gas, uh, that foot on the gas pedal, so to speak. But I also think that with Kyle Kuzma not there in the lineup or that nature is something that they needed some a little bit, one more person to come in there and provide that scoring punch, a third individual that's consistent. I mean, Tom, Laker Tom and I have gone back and forth on this in regards to having a consistent third scorer option. Mm-hmm. He's of the mindset that he thinks everything's okay because of the fact that there's always someone there that's ready to pick up the slack. Yep. But for <clears> me, <throat> I'm not as convinced. So I want to hear your thoughts 
do the Lakers need a consistent scoring bet, uh, you know, presence off the bench or somewhere along the lines where there's a consistent third player down the line? Because I feel if they get against really good teams, that that's going to become a glaring issue once they try to go ahead and lock down AD and LeBron. Well, you know, I, I got to agree with Laker Tom a little bit here. I kind of feel like, listen, you've got LeBron, you've got Anthony Davis, two, two of the most prolific scorers you're going to have. Uh, you're too best, obviously, Anthony, right? However, everyone has seen there's always been like a rotating player, if you will, that seems to step up into that third, speeding up KCP, speeding him up because dude just was not – producing and even part of me still fears giving him too much kudos like it's sad because we had a whole season with him and nothing and now i don't want to give him too much kudos but it doesn't change the fact that as of late he's been putting up some really really good some some decent numbers i shouldn't say really really good some really really decent numbers um along with kyle kuzma who just can't seem to you know ever since ever since he played in 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 the summer league in the summer fifa tournament uh fifa tournament excuse me he's been uh it's been tough for Mr. Kuzma. Uh, I'm praying that he gets himself completely healthy and gets completely back to being that third option, you know, that that third head of the big three, if you will. The Lakers really had pushed him to be and wanted him to be, which is why they made him completely off the table. Uh, but I think I kind of agree with Lakers, Tom. I think we have a nice rotation. Um, some days your boy Rondo is stepping up. I know how much you love him. Uh, some days KCP is stepping up. It, it, Jared Duddy comes in and knocks down three threes for us. It's been a consistent help. Uh, now, I shouldn't say consistent. We've had some, some lapses, but we seem to find somebody to step up and, and be that third scorer uh, that we tend to look for, especially come the third, fourth quarter. Well, don't even get me started on Jared Dudley. Did I not call that right? <laughs> Comes into the game, hits some threes, but also tries to hit some players as well. Defending, yep. you know, For Dwight Howard, of all yep. people, no less. Yep. Yeah, you you called it. I mean, but you know, some people just know what they're good at. You know, Jared Dudley is not going to be the player that gets you twenty five points a game. He's not going to be. He's never been the most athletic player. He's never been the most um, feared shooter. You know, but he 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 does what he does. He does what he, you know. He reminds me. He reminds me of a Robert Ory. Not from the standpoint Robert Ory made some big shots. But he had he was a one trick pony man. He was just good at that one trick. You needed a shot, a big shot for him to hit. He just seemed to have ice water in his veins for whatever reason. So big shot Bob was what they called him, and he was able to knock down big shots in key moments. While I'm not saying Jared Dudley is anywhere near Robert Ory's level, I'm saying that he has the niche, and he's good at that niche. He's a nice guy. He's well liked off the. He's well liked in the locker room. Uh, he's well liked among the fan base, whichever team he plays for. Um, he'll come in. He'll knock down some shots. He'll play some defense, and he'll get in the he'll get in the players' faces. Um, he's not scared to do that. So you appreciate players like that. Those type of players you'd rather play with than against. To me. Okay, fair enough. Uh, once again, I'm talking to TJ Johnson. You got to check out his show today, Voice from the Underground, the podcast. Well, based off your connection, it sounds a little bit sketchy. So I guess I'll go ahead and. and Make it quick today. Yeah, it just comes out a little scratchy because I'm, I'm barely – you're a little bit garbled. So oh, that no. lovely internet is playing games with you again. So I will say this, though. I got most of what you're saying uh, as far <laughs> as this concerns. But I want to hear your thoughts finally before we head on out. 
and want to get your thoughts on the rest of the, the series because I'm going to talk to you next week and we're going to hopefully have a positive things to say about what the Lakers are doing. They start off with a tough matchup tonight in Miami and then followed up with a game against Atlanta, who is just a mess right now. And then also as well, head up into, after that, Indiana and Milwaukee. So by the time they get to the Milwaukee, I want to hear your thoughts on how well the trip will go so far for them. Well, they're already playing better than our expectations as is, um, considering the fact that they've only lost was that they've only lost one game in the month of December, which we all looked at as the real proving ground for if this Los Angeles Lakers team, if they're for real, you know, this was going to be the month that they were going to prove it. And you and I were both on here talking about approximately how many wins they're going to need to uh, make this a successful December. They're already almost there. Uh, I kind of feel like this has been their time to really put their foot down and say, Hey, look, look, we're serious. This is not a game anymore. And it's because of those type of, uh, because of those type of performances and, and, and their current record sitting at 22 and three that you people start to take notice. And, you know, your, your, your players like a Kyle Kuzma, who I absolutely love, but you know, if he doesn't start shaping that up, he's, he's might be looking at being some trade bait here pretty soon. Um, Cause the Lakers are not playing games. We don't have time. Uh, it's been made very apparent that we are in win now mode saying all that to say, uh, these next few games, uh, I don't see them. If I have, if I have any say so in it, I don't see them losing the next two or three games. Uh, Miami, while they're playing halfway decent, they can't seem to keep their players in order. I mean, they just suspended Deion Waiters again for uh, conduct unbecoming of the uh, of the team. So he's been suspended. We don't even know when he's coming back. I think he's not going to be eligible to play again until December twenty seventh, if I remember reading that correctly. So I'm I'm not too. I don't feel like they have enough weapons to really be a threat to us obviously we talked about Atlanta I think the only one that I'm would be concerned about is uh next Thursday's game against Milwaukee if I had to be honest with you Indiana I'm not too concerned with either but Milwaukee Giannis is just a he's just a freak (laughs) you can't really describe Giannis as anything other than freakish just he's he's another one he reminds me of of LeBron from the standpoint of LeBron was just so much head and shoulders above everybody else from his ability to play the game at such an early stage. Um, Giannis is, is, is so much further ahead as far as just his height, his ability to dribble the ball. His, he's starting to become a shooter. He's starting to become a better shooter. You know, he's becoming an all-around package, and it's going to be very, very dangerous for a lot of people coming up very, very soon. Uh, you start putting some better talent around him. Not that they have bad talent now, but you start putting some more consistent talent around him, and he's going to be a uh, force to be reckoned with for years to come. Uh, so if I have to be concerned about any team, it's going to be Milwaukee. But then after that, I mean, we're looking at Denver. Obviously, we're looking at the Clippers on Christmas, Portland and Dallas. I really only see maybe two losses out the rest of this month, maybe three if you're pushing it. I'm feeling pretty confident about my Lakers this month. They, they, they've, they've shown up and they've showed out for sure. That they have, my friend, that they have. We'll be back with more of the Lakers Fast Break Podcast. Hey, listener, Dutch here from Voice from the Underground, the podcast. My co-host and I want to invite you to check out our little corner of the podcast verse. At Voice from the Underground, we talk about all the crazy (laughs) happening around us and try to make a little bit of sense out of the nonsense with little to no results. 
If the idea of hearing three semi-intelligent, outspoken nerds talk about politics, social issues, current events, sports, movies, pretty much anything that we decide to talk about because, well, it's our show, appeals to you, grab your shovel and come on down to the underground and then consult a qualified psychotherapist. Find us wherever you get your podcasts, just not where you buy your weed. Boys from the underground. I tell you what, it's just great to see them performing so well. I'm hoping for continued success in your state. (laughs) <laughs> and also many others coming up in the next few days. Yeah. And of course, all leading into that Christmas Day matchup against the Clippers. So I'm hopeful, very hopeful that the Lakers will go ahead and have a very good record going into that game. And leading into after that, by the end of the year itself, hopefully going ahead and having a record that's at or near the top of the NBA's Western Conference. And hopefully they won't give too many games back to the Clippers because the Clippers are starting to look good you and i've spoken about that about how they've been lying in the weeds mm-hmm. and they've been waiting they've been stalking mm-hmm. and they've just been biding their time seemingly but they had a very impressive win in toronto and it kind of makes me nervous of them it's their pl- the way they're playing because they have a lot of options which can compete with the lakers mm-hmm. and not many other teams can really say that you know, and and it's one of the things that, you know, we've talked about not just the last show or, or the show before that. We've been consistent in saying that the Clippers are going to be a problem. And now that they're starting to finally kind of catch their groove, I'm still not sure what the heck is going on with Kawhi and his knee and all that other stuff going on is his load management. And they're still playing this. He's injured. He's not injured game, uh, playing him sparingly, I guess, trying to keep him fresh for the playoffs, if you will. Uh, but they are definitely, uh, they've always been a team to be reckoned with, and even more so now with the addition of Paul George and Kawhi Leonard. So, yes, we don't want to concede any games to them. Uh, I, I would be remiss if I didn't say that I'm looking for blood on Christmas Day, though. I know it's a little weird, right? You know, it's the day you know, that we celebrate Jesus' birth, but I'm, I'm, I'm looking for Clipper blood, man. I want them to be beaten, and I want them to be beaten badly. Because these Clippers fans, they 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 talk, man. I, the the most fun I've had on Twitter is seeing Laker Nation just just go all out this season. It's been awesome to see. Uh, it's important to remember that they gotta you know keep it in perspective. We were just sitting at the bottom not too long ago, so let's not get too crazy and let's not get too aggressive. But have fun and. After a Lakers win, boy, Twitter's a lot of fun. I gotta tell you, it's a lot of fun being on Twitter and seeing these guys, their comments and their memes and their feelings on the Lakers. It, it, when when Lakers are good, NBA is good to me. It's always been. Um, so I'm I'm anticipating. I'm not worried, but we don't want to concede any games right now. Right now, it's 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 full tilt, pedal to the metal. Let's go. Let's get it. Twitter is always fun for so many different reasons. I can't even describe sometimes, but you know, that's show. Twitter in and of itself. <laughs> but if you have any comments or questions out there, you can reach TJ Johnson or myself at Lakers fast break on Twitter. Also, you can send in your comments and questions to Lakers fast break at yahoo.com. Or if you do like our show, please go ahead and give us that five-star review on Apple Podcasts. And you you can also leave your comments and questions there as well. And I do want to, before we head on out, say a special get well to NBA commissioner, former NBA commissioner, David Stern. Uh, He unfortunately had a serious brain hemorrhage in the past day or so. Uh, So I know he had to undergo brain surgery, and that is no fun. 
So my best to him, I mean, you can say what you want about his style, his approach, his mannerisms, and his attitude sometimes, but you cannot deny the fact that he helped the NBA grow into a worldwide phenomenon. And, you know, he was there with the rise of Michael Jordan and basically the rise of the NBA into what it is today. So he should get a, a, a good deal of the credit there. I'm not going to say he's going to get all the credit because then, of course, you know, you talk about the players and all that and have to go ahead and provide the product. They're the most important of all. But you know, he, behind the scenes, helped grow the league to where it is today. And, and yes, I wanted him to go ahead and get a special wishes, special best wishes to him and a speedy recovery, hopefully, for him as well. Amen, brother. Amen. Well, all right, my friend. Any last thoughts before we head on out? Uh, final parting shot. Uh, I'm really interested to see trade deadline is February. We're finishing up this summer. Then we're going to kind of get ready and go into all-star break coming up soon. Um, I'm really interested to see the kind of moves that the Lakers are going to be making here, uh, considering the fact that again, this is we're we're in win now mode. This there's no more, no more trepidation. The Lakers have put this their their flag in the ground and say, yo, it's, it's go time, it's our time. And uh, as exciting as that is. That needs to put these players on notice. Like, look, man, we're we're not playing this season. This is not a game. This is not a joke. Um, it, it, it's almost sacrilegious to say this, but you know, as I kind of alluded to earlier, if I'm the Lakers brass, I might consider letting Kuzma go. I don't want to say that too loud because I don't want Laker Nation to come for me. But the truth is, uh, the truth is, he's a young talent that you can get something for it. Unfortunately, he's had some issues as far as staying healthy is concerned, uh, which is concerning. However, he's a young talent who you can get some quality player for, uh, quality uh, vet who's uh, a little bit more uh, known for what they do and can can provide something more consistently than Kyle Kuzma can. You know, I don't know if I'm necessarily against that trade anymore. I was kind of dead set against it going into this season, but, you know, considering what we're trying to do, you know, it's we kind of kind of put our chips all in, man. It's we're, we're either all in or not. We're to the moon or bust. So I love LA. There you go. There you go. To the moon or bust it is. And it all starts this weekend on the 15th because that's when all the free agents that were signed this summer, or virtually all of them, mm-hmm. now are eligible to be traded. So the December 15th is a very important day. So you can really start talking to NBA teams starting here this weekend. So I know a lot of teams are starting to look forward to that. There's already some speculation on Kevin Love and many other players out there that are might be actually going bye-bye at some point in time. I don't think you'll see too much in the way of action until the trade deadline. Mm-hmm. So we'll have to go wait and see. I know the Lakers are limited because of cap issues. And even if they trade Kyle Kuzma, you really can't do a whole lot because he doesn't have the biggest salary in the world. In fact, he has a very cheap salary. He does. So that is a, does. that's an issue as well. He is attractive for that reason, but it's hard to trade for that reason. So yeah. that's okay. another issue right there for you. But in the coming days and weeks, we here at the Lakers Fast Break Podcast will break it down for you, break down if there's going to be any interest, the latest rumors and things of that nature. So stay tuned to our show and I'll tell you what, TJ, just uh, great having you back on again. Just uh, you know, just looking forward to a great weekend with the Lakers. I cannot thank you enough for stopping by, and I wish you all the best this weekend. And, of course, I wish all the fans out there all the best when they're watching the Lakers. And Lakers, I'll tell you what, 
you better go ahead and go improve yourself to the world out there once again this weekend that you can go ahead and take command of what's going on in the NBA's Western Conference. And I'm just looking forward to great things right here on the Lakers Fast Break Podcast. <laughs>